Hi, I'm John Paul, and thank you for coming to my channel. Videos of all of the audios that are on this podcast are on my YouTube channel, uh, which is at John Paul Davis TTP. So uh, do take a look at that. There's also a couple of additional videos which haven't made it on as audios to this podcast as well, which you might find helpful or interesting. Uh, if you do like the YouTube channel, please do uh, subscribe. That would be amazing. Also, in terms of this podcast, uh, it'd be great if you could follow us, and you'll of course then be notified of any future episodes. Also, if you do like the podcast, if you could give it a rating or review, I'd be really grateful. That would be wonderful. And finally, just to say, if there's anything you want to discuss uh, following this podcast or anything you hear on any of the other podcasts as well, then please do, of course, get in contact with me via my website, www.thistrustedplace.co.uk. There should be a link to that on this podcast page. Thanks again for coming to the channel and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm John Paul and a really warm welcome to my YouTube channel. I just wanted to do a video today talking about comparisons. Um, They can be such a dominant part of people's lives and for, for a very good reason in terms of what we're like as human beings and how we're wired, but they can really adversely affect our emotional well-being and our happiness and contentment in life. That Roosevelt's statement, comparison is the thief of joy. So what I wanted to do in this video is just give my ideas about why I think we compare ourselves with other people. And you'll see that it's for good reason, often. From an evolutionary point of view, it's completely understandable that we uh, do that but also bearing in mind how destructive it can be for our own happiness. I was also want to suggest some ideas as to what we might do when we find ourselves comparing a lot. So just going back to uh, why we do it, I think there are two reasons, two important reasons why we do compare ourselves with other people. I think the first of those is our basic primal need for safety. Uh, we need to make sure that we're part of the larger group. Uh, we're stronger together from a survival point of view. So I do think there's a part of us that's always going to be checking and and checking on what we and how we look and how we are in relation to other people. So it's fear driven. And as I say, if if we're stronger together, if there's something about us which means we're an outrider or somehow look different to others. Uh, less than, then our fear part, I think, intrusively, compulsively gets us to preoccupy about that and uh, worry about it. So that's the first part. I think I think it's fear-driven often for people. The other part that we have is our drive and reward part. And one of the things that we get a drive, uh, a reward from in terms of our innate system and our evolutionary system is to be winning in competition with other people. So Uh, You can understand, again, from an evolutionary point of view, why we get an internal reward from winning and competing with others. The people that did that would have been the ones that, I guess, uh, survived the longest and perhaps even thrived. So uh, I think there's a big part in comparisons of competing with others. So looking at those external things, whether it's status, body, you know, in socially, perhaps intelligence, um, all those things, it's, I think it's understandable why there's a part of us that says, that gives us a reward for trying to be better than, and uh, as I say, trying to compete. The thing about it, absolutely human, therefore, so let's not be angry with ourselves for comparing or competing. 
Uh, if we want to change anything in life or make anything less dominant, whether that's our fear or our anger or our addictive behavior, whatever it might be, we have to relate to that part with kindness and compassion. That doesn't mean it's a, it's a let go for your life kind of thing internally, but it is we have to speak to it in a kind of calm and understanding and empathetic way. So I would absolutely have empathy for that part of me that compares. I would have empathy for that part of me that wants to compete with others. Having said those things, uh, we need to make sure that that part is controlled and managed because there are a number of reasons why comparison is the thief of joy. And I would say the same about relentlessly competing with other people, either actively, uh, externally or, or in our own minds. And the reasons for that, why comparisons, I think, can be unhelpful if they dominate, are that they're fundamentally disconnecting from ourselves and other people. They're just comparing a very narrow aspect of myself, whether that's financial situation, you know, material wealth, job status, uh, body, with a narrow aspect of somebody else. So they are pretty much an, a, a, an illusion anyway. They are disconnecting from other people. I may come off better in my own mind in the comparison, but then I'll be better than. And if I come off worse, I am less than. So at no point when I'm thinking about that person or in relationship with that person, whether it's in my mind or uh, physically present with them, if I'm comparing or competing, I am not connected with them. And I'm not connected with myself. As I say, I'm only thinking about a very narrow aspect of myself, not holding an expansive view of myself. So we don't want to be doing that. We don't want to be looking at ourselves through that lens too much. And we also don't want to be looking at other people through that lens too much because our happiness is largely dependent on our good relationship with ourselves and a good good relationships with other people. The other important thing to remember about comparisons is what we're doing is comparing our internal experience of life with somebody else's external appearance. So if you take social media as an example, I think that's one of the reasons why there is so much comparisons and that's really been aggravated in people because we have so much access to so many different people's lives. And of course, what people portray on social media is the trailer of their lives and what we're doing is comparing the movie of our life to the trailer of theirs in some ways you know we may come off superior that may feel good uh, but often what people are experiencing is they're coming off in their own minds somehow in an inferior way so as i say it's an illusion anyway uh, someone's happiness if they're in that huge house or have that body that's somehow aspirational their happiness or otherwise is an internal experience whether this is a good day, whether this is a good moment or not, does not depend on what's around me or how big my house is or my job title. What it depends on is my internal experience at the moment. In my language, my understanding of things, you know, whether my nervous system is in a calm and alive place where I'm going to feel good and content and fulfilled, or whether I'm overly aroused, whether I'm angry or fearful or switched off, so depressed. So I think it's quite an illusion anyway to when we might often think when we look at somebody else with the things that we would like, which we might envy in that comparison, that they're naturally going to be happy. Uh, but I don't think that's the, the truth. Everybody's ebbing and flowing all the time. Everybody has distress. Everybody has discomfort. It's just a matter of duration, intensity. So as I say, uh, from that point of view, it's, it's pretty unhelpful anyway. 
So moving on to what we should therefore do or what we might do if we notice ourselves comparing and competing with other people. I'd suggest uh, a few things here, uh, carrying on with the C's of comparison and competition. The first thing, as I said at the beginning of the talk, let's be cordial to that part of us. Let's not get angry with ourselves for doing it or frustrated with ourselves for doing it. It's trying, if it's the fear part, it's trying to take care of us. Uh, it's doing the opposite, probably, if it's getting too dominant, but it is trying to take care of us. So let's be cordial to that part. So say thank you for the information that you're providing. Thank you for uh, the the comparison that you're making, that this internal part of you is making. And then another C, let's check um, whether it's giving us any information, that comparison part, as to what we might want in life. I think it's Laurie Gottlieb said, follow your envy. I know envy is not a word that many of us like and wouldn't like to use in relation to ourselves, but you can see that comparison can bring out envy. And it may be, it may be that one, that you're envying something in another person because that is something that you would like more in your life. So it can be a message that your thoughts and feelings are giving you about where you might want to invest some energy in the future. Of course, that's only going to be helpful if it is something you can control. Often we will envy things that we can't control, so that's pointless. But if there is something that you can do about it in life to bring something more into life that you might envy in others, then then I think that's important to get that message and then move to the next step of what it is that you might do in your life that is within your control to make that more present. So we're cordial to it. We check if it's got a message for us. If and then once we've got that message, we don't want to continue comparing or if the comparison is unhelpful or pointless Again, we want to move to something else. Often people will say, I want to stop comparing. As I say, I think it's an intrusive part of who we are. Those things are going to come forward. Those thoughts are going to come forward. What we need to do now is add something on the end. And again, I'm going to give you three C's. So if you're comparing or competing, uh, let's move to connection, creativity and cultivation. So if you're looking at connection, if you notice yourself comparing with other people, move to something that you can connect with. So that could be connection with your current environment, what you can see, hear, touch, taste, smell, what your clothes feel like. If you notice you're on a walk and you're comparing, then bring your attention to the present moment. Try to connect with your body. Try to connect with your environment, what you can hear, what you can see, as I say. Uh, so present moment awareness, connecting to present moment awareness. Another thing which is really helpful, you know, often when we're comparing, if we're saying somebody somebody just got a job and I'm comparing my age compared to that person getting that job and coming off inferior, to have in my own mind a timeline of achievements for myself. So all of the things from dot to now that I've achieved throughout my life, and that can be I'm not just talking about sort of school successes or those things. I mean sustaining relationships marriages, taking care of myself physically, taking care of myself psychologically, having that timeline of achievements in my mind that is a, you know, a grounded sense of my worth and value and my skills and competencies and abilities. I would, I would move from comparison, if it's an unhelpful comparison, to doing that in my mind. That can be a very helpful thing to do. As I say, you can formally do a timeline of achievements or you can just keep running through that in your mind. Uh, and the third one in connection is gratitude. So being conscious of those things in your life that you wouldn't change. 
whether that's people in your life, whether that's material things that you have, it could be your job, it could be aspects of your physical appearance, whatever it might be, we need to have those things uh, on the tip of our tongue. And I, you know, I would say a gratitude practice is a very important part of life anyway, in terms of uh, people's mental health and, and our psychological well-being. So those things about myself, those things about other people around me, those things about things that are in my life or things that I have that I wouldn't change. So if we're comparing, uh, we notice we're doing it and then let's move to three of those things, naming those. So those things are all about connection. As I say, the second C uh, can be creativity. So what is it that I'm bringing into life? What is it that I'm creating uh, that from, from scratch, from, from new? So if, again, I'm comparing, walking past an enormous house and comparing my property to that and somehow coming off worse in my own mind, okay? That's what my mind is doing. That's what our brains do. And let's think about something that I'm, going to create, whether that could be um, uh, what I'm going to cook tonight, how I'm going to do that, uh, what I'm going to do in the garden in terms of creativity. If I don't have a garden, if I did have a garden, what would that look like? What would I, what would I do to make that beautiful to me? Uh, you know, music is creative, uh, art, journaling, all of these things, dance, you know, what is creative in my life? And that's a more general thing as well for you. If the comparisons are happening a lot, do, do have a look and think, you know, where is creativity in my life? Uh, you know, what am I bringing into uh, pre to presence or in my imagination from scratch um, that's, that's, that's reflecting back to me how creative I am as a, as a being? So that's creativity. And the third one, the third C, is cultivation. So a little bit different to creativity because I think creativity is bringing in, in something into existence, whether that's in my mind or externally from, from nothing. Cultivation is what is there in my life at the moment, which I wouldn't change. So that goes back to the kind of gratitude and connection that I want to put more energy into. And how will I do that? So whether that's uh, existing relationships that perhaps because of COVID or have, uh, you know, we haven't seen people as much or there's somebody who we haven't seen for years for whatever reason, things have just dri drifted apart. You know, do I want to, what, what do I want to cultivate in terms of relationships with other people and also relationships with myself that are going to be sort of uh, watering seeds, watering plants in my life, things that already exist that are there, but that for my well-being, that it would really improve my well-being if I put more energy into them, if I gave them more sunshine, more warmth, more water, whichever way you look at it. So those are my ideas. So again, just back to the beginning, if we're competing if and we're comparing, absolutely natural. So let's be cordial to it, compassionate, whatever see you want. Check if there's a message and to take that message into life, into your mind, uh, as, as something you may want from life or you may want to bring more into life. And if there isn't anything there, and if you're just continuing to do it and it's unhelpful, let's go to connection, to creativity, to creation, and to cultivation in life. And I would actually say that those three things, connection, creativity, and cultivation, will help with uh, too much fear, with too much anger, with addictions, with dependencies. So it helps with, with all of them. So I hope that's been helpful. If you have any comments at all, please put them below uh, the video. You know, anything that you also find helps with connection. Um, and I hope that's been helpful. And do take care. <laughs>